time for Samantha to lock the studio door and play whatever the heck she wants. Now that's what I call All-American. Rock around the region. A full hour of kick-ass music from bands rocking the Southeast. Everything that rocks. C-97.5. Region on Z97.5. That is new from Devour the Day. It's called Nobody Owns Me. They are issuing a 10th anniversary merch box. Going back to the beginning, you can check out details on their social media page. The box includes a limited edition Crossroads EP, a mystery throwback tour t-shirt, some stickers, and more. On top of that, the band is going to be a part of Incarceration coming up in July. Your chance to win tickets to Incarceration awaits you at Z975.com. All you have to do is upload a photo of your ink to be entered to win. I am Samantha Knight. Welcome to Rock Around the Region for this Sunday night. Part four of my conversation with Blackwater Down will come your way. And of course, there's some news with the band that has developed since last week. We'll tell you about that. Details and an update from Lydia's Castle. I got a throwback from Broken Side tonight and so much more. So glad to have you on board. The Great Affairs have a couple of shows lined up for St. Patrick's weekend, both of them on the road. On March 16th, they're going to be playing with the Tom Petty tribute band Southern Accents at Revival Music in Peoria, Illinois. And then Sunday, St. Patrick's Day, they will be in Marion, Illinois at John Brown on John Brown's On the Square. It's an early show, so you have time to, I don't know, get your party on and still make it to work on Monday morning, the day after St. Patrick's Day. Godspeed. This is The Great Affairs with Run. It's Rock Around the Region on Z97.5.
Turn it 
A million watts it is, non-point on Rock Around the Region. Of course, their million watts tour for 2024 with Head PE and Dropout Kings kicks off on the 11th of April in North Dakota. There is a Knoxville date on the 14th of May that will be at the Concourse in Knoxville, Tennessee. Now, also, there's some teasers going on because Elias Soriano has been hanging out with the boys of Shallowside, a new song and video on the horizon. I cannot wait. In the meantime, it is Shallowside. You're the reason it's rock around the region on Z97.5.
We rock around the region on Z97.5. Taylor Road with their new one, Tattered. A lot of great shows coming up and some exciting news, especially if you knew Taylor Road back in the day. Their former drummer, Braden Pike, is in a band called Lines of Loyalty. That is the band that is opening up on the Static X 7 Dust Dope Machine Killer North American Tour. And there are two shows of that that are coming around, of course, on February 27th in Newport, Kentucky. That's the show that they're talking about. And then the, the tour with 7 Dust Static X Dope and Lines of Loyalty will wrap up in Nashville on the 28th. I'm going to go check out both of those shows. Very excited for all of that. Now, before we jump into part four of my conversation with Blackwater Down, of course, something happened within the last week with everything. Of course, something happened within the last week inside of the confines of the band, and that is the departure of their front woman, Deb Guy. They posted to their social media that they were sad to announce that due to creative differences, the decision was made to part with her. We appreciate Deb more than words can say. We thank her for the time that she dedicated herself to the band. We wish nothing but the best for her in all future endeavors. In the meantime, of of course, Blackwater Down can forge ahead, including with part four of our conversation. We pick up with Mike and story after story. How did you finally make it into Blackwater Down? After Boston, uh, after graduating in Berkeley, Boston, I, I lived there for a couple more years, moved to New York, moved to New York on 9-11. I'm sorry, 9-1-01. Oh, so I had 11 days before that. Kind of a blur being in New York, not going to lie. Ended up moving from there to the Chicago suburbs, stayed there for a few years, and kind of was in a place where, like, I just, I was making decent money, but I, like, hated every minute of being alive, really. (laughs) So, at 29, I quit a perfectly good job and moved down to Nashville to work as an unpaid intern in a recording studio. Wow. And uh, spent several years working really hard on on that portion of my career. Didn't do much playing. And after that, at some point, I got antsy. I couldn't not play anymore. And I answered a Craigslist ad posted by some dingbat whose name I can't even remember. And if I did, I wouldn't say it. But it was some dingbat. And through Craigslist, so. (laughs) Right. Through that person, I met Byrne. And then we got together without the person who placed the ad because he kept flaking on the get-together. So we're like, well, screw this guy. Let's see what happens. And that was 14 years ago. Thanks for the hookup. That that, that was a long time. Yeah, it was a long time. It was 13, 14 years ago or whatever that we first met and did that. And he and I have done many different things since then. Uh, I met you not too long after that. Rhett. I met Rhett. Um, (laughs) That was the thigh slap you heard. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, several years later... while playing in different bands, uh, one, a band that Luke was in shared the bill with us a couple of times. So I got to see him play and, you know, see what he was all about and what he was capable of. And you showed up to a couple of our shows and then we uh, went and saw you play and we all just kind of started hanging out a little bit. Right. I mean, we, yeah. it was I more got invited of a, into the fold. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, then there's a lot of fast forwarding, you know, me, Byrne and I were in a couple of different bands that obviously didn't work out because we're not in them anymore. Right. Yeah. But you guys can't seem to quit each other. No, I can't quit each other. It's true. Broke back burn over here. Um, <laughs> no, it's a. It, it it was definitely something that like I knew I met a, par- a significant counterpart yeah. right away when I met Burn. Even though you mercilessly broke my balls, I gamed them real good. Oh, this, did you, right, you might as well you, you <laughs> tell this. This story. will be a good way to transition over to your story. Then I guess. So the the guy that we were both talking to through that. The Craigslist, yeah. Yeah. He was, you know, he's like, Nashville has like a funny thing where there's a lot of people that talk about, you know, I'm a musician and they like to talk to musicians, but they're not. Right. He was kind of like one of those guys. So he like, we sp- I spoke to that guy for a really long time. And he's like, oh, we'll get together. We'll get together. And I would just like, just kind of be like, okay, whatever, you know, right. just kind of blew him off. Finally, he got frustrated because I, I had never met Mike, didn't know about Mike, but he was dealing with the same thing with this guy. So he just said, you know what? Just give me the give me the number of this guitar player and I'll call him, you know, and I, and I was like, you know what? Just give me the number of that guitar player and, I, and I'll talk to him. So we get on the phone. We talked for, you know, a little a while. while. Yeah. And then I was like. So, you know, what kind of guitars? And he was like, oh, I'm a bass player. What kind of guitar? I thought you were a guitar player. I'm like, oh, man, I'm a drummer, you know? So we're like, all right, start over, you know? (laughs) So we just like, you know what, man? We just got to get together and see if it works. This guy obviously is is a wonka dude. So, like, we can't take anything that what he's talking about. Let's just see what's up because we've come to the conclusion that 
dude has no idea. But now we got a little bit of this history of dealing with this crazy person, right? And we've been talking like, again, because this guy sounded like he knew what he was talking about. Sure. So Mike's like, I'm going to come over. I'll bring my guitars. I'll do some stuff. You know, we can jam. And I'm like, all right, cool. So he comes over and he's got all his gear <laughs> and he sets it all up. And I don't play it. No, I don't even get behind the drum set, right? <laughs> so I, he took probably like a good hour to like set his stuff up because he brought all his stuff. So I, you know, he's like, he's ready to go. So I get behind the drums and I'm like, and he's just looking at me like I'm just like playing so bad, you know, like not making any sense. And I could just see like his face was getting red. Like, it's like, why am I here? So defeated. Like, this. I almost picked up the guitar I had in my lap and left the rest of my stuff there. (laughs) (laughs) I almost left. Well, God. Well, telling you to, to. yeah, eat dirt I got in your him, own house. I got him good because I was like really like, oh, check this out, you know. And I'm just like playing these really like like I was way into it, but it was. I mean, can you God imagine how different this could have ended? Like yeah, yeah. you would not be like that. Right. That was a gamble. Yeah, yeah. that was so a then, gamble. So then you could take it from there because after that, you know, it's like after that, my I'm reaction looking was at just this laughing. guy. I'm looking at this guy and I'm like, I can't believe I've been had again. <laughs> way had. And then he's like, nah, man, I'm just kidding. I can actually play. And, he's, and I'm like, oh, you. <laughs> but I kept censored, it. censored, censored. In the meantime, he's reaching yeah. for the nitroglycerin to calm the heart down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the temperature in the room went way up. And I helped, look, I kept a serious face. And up to that point, you like, I had been joking around. And, you know, so it's like, I seem like, okay, this guy knows all the right lingo. Yeah, he's a funny guy, you know, all this other stuff. But when I got behind that drum set and I started playing, like, like I couldn't play and I kept it on like for, you know, good 45 seconds. And I was like, hey, man, you know, like waiting for the accolades. Like, man, you really are good. <laughs> and I looked at him. <laughs> he was just like, I could tell like he, any longer than 45 seconds probably would have been a fight. You know, that face me. Kermit the Frog makes that sour derp face. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Entire every second of the 45 seconds. Yeah. I'm just like, I and he's going, what am I doing here? Why did I take so long to set up? Do I walk out or do I clock him with one of these guitars? Way yeah. into that madness, too. <laughs> I was shucking and jabbing. Yeah, boy, that, was, that, was, that was absurd. <laughs> so, so obviously the bestest of friends now.
Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. Blackwater down in a brand new song called 45. They actually got together in a studio and cranked that out in one night, which is kind of the story of this band. Now, as I mentioned at the beginning of the program tonight, Deb is no longer in the band. But I didn't want to have to all of a sudden toss out the rest of our conversation. So we're continuing on with the blessing of the rest of the members of Blackwater Down. Burn, let's let's bring you back in here and, and a little bit about your background history. And then I want to talk about um, the record. So get everybody caught up on, on you. <clears throat> what makes Burn? Yeah. Well, I'm from New York, so and I'm a little bit older. So I was definitely part of a lot of the early metal scene mm-hmm. and all of the, you know, the big bands that were coming up. I got to see those bands and clubs. And uh, just experience a lot of stuff in New York. There's a tons of music in New York. Yeah, my you know I come from a somewhat musical family. I think my, you know my my father played guitar. My brother, older brother, played a little bit. You know they all aspired to play an instrument, but never really never really put in the work to really make it happen. They right, could, they could you know kind of tool around, but play for never, fun, but they didn't pursue the dream. Right, they didn't pursue, you know they had other things that they aspired to be. You know, but um, being in New York, going to shows, seeing other musicians, and Listening to music like that, that bug got me early, you know, mm-hmm. listening to, to Kiss albums and stuff like that. And, but I wasn't, it wasn't just metal, you know, for me, I actually listened to a lot of rap music. You know, okay. I, you know, I'm from Queens and, you know, uh, Run DMC put out their stuff. And that was a big deal for people sure. there, you know, because what else big, came from Queens, especially right, at that right, time, at that time, you know, I mean, that was a big deal. So like figuring out just learning that stuff or just kind of getting it like in, in my system, so to speak, mm-hmm. you know, I would uh, I would try to mimic that at a real early age, you know, and my brother, you know, had a drum set or some drums and I would figure out those beats on drums, even though I couldn't really sit down and play a drum set yet or whatever. But I would start to figure that out. And just one day I just sat down at a drum set, no lessons or nothing. And I played it and everybody was like, where did that come from? You know, like, <laughs> what the hell's going on? You know? And, um, but it was just, it was just, it was, I, I knew at that point, like, this is what I want to do. You yeah. know, I was never really good at school. My brain is just, it works. I, I think it's probably like, I'm probably autistic to a certain level. I'm definitely like. On the spectrum, I'm on somewhere? the spectrum for sure, okay. you know. And there's there's things that like that I excel at, and there's things that I want to excel at, but I don't. Right, you know. And um, music was one of those things where, like, even then, even though I wasn't really good, it was still the thing I was the best at. Right, you know. And that was the thing that I could get attention for, and you know, and there was other, you know, there was other things that drew me to that, you know, girls and being cool and stuff like that. But that's kind of what I pursued, you know. That's that's what I did, and. Eventually, you know, I played in lots of bands and met lots of people and got into that circle of recycling musicians, sure. you know, at a lot of the bands and a lot of musicians that are big, you know, big stars now. They were my peers. Like those were the guys I like I went to shows with and right. grew up with. And so my relationship with, with those people, you know, is definitely it's different. It's just a little bit different where a lot of people are like, oh, that's so and so from. You know, this yeah. guy, and I'm like, man, that guy always had boogers coming out of his nose, you know, like, like his pool. He owes me money. Right. He, you, owe me, you know, it's like, those, that, that's who they are to me, you know, right. not all of them, you know, but even with that, I'm still a fan of music. Sure. So seeing them be successful too, I'm still like, yo. Excited like, for them, yeah. Man, that is super exciting. I never really, I never really got jaded. That was never really part of like who I was. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't get jealous and be like, man, I want to. Stand on there. So I felt like the more success they had, the more success I had. And I could like just keep building and building it. And a lot of their success did kind of like come my way, you know, through studio stuff sure. and experience and learning. And, you know, I never took lessons really, you know, extensively. I've never like all of the ex- everything that I know is through like experience. Yeah. And a lot of that experience is due to, the, you know, the, you know, my peers. Yeah. So how, how did you get from there then to Nashville? So I just got really worn out, to be honest with you. I was really worn out on the music and the people in the industry. And uh, so you come to a town where everyone wants to be a musician. Yeah. Well, so in New York and New Jersey, like in that <laughs> area, like everyone knew me. So I couldn't get out of it. It was like as soon as I got out of it, 10 other people were like, I heard you're free. You want to do this? And I just couldn't get out of it. And and I was really honestly like I just I was really sad I was really depressed and I just needed a change. Okay. And, and uh, I had a friend, a lifelong friend that lived here in Nashville, and he's like, "Hey man, if you're really gonna leave that area, because nobody really leaves that area, especially you know," he said, "If you you know thinking about leaving that area, why don't you come down to Nashville?" And I was like, mm, "I don't know, man. I don't know about Nashville." 
I was thinking like Florida, you know. <laughs> it seems to be when people do leave that area, they yeah. go to freaking Florida. Yeah, because of the ocean, you know, because yeah. of the water and Warf. stuff like that. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, the, I actually like, you know, I like the seasons, the change of seasons. But anyway, I came down to Nashville and within two weeks, I was like, I fell in love with this place. Mm-hmm. I really did. I love the people. I love how people speak to each other. I just think it's classy. You know, the yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir. You know, I just. Well, Southern hospitality. It's a real thing. Yeah. It's a real thing. And I'm a pretty intense character. So when you're like, hey, what are you looking at? I'm just kind of like, I'm going to show you what I'm looking at. Right. You know, like, I'm looking at you, you know. <laughs> out, you know, out here, people don't really come at you that way. Yeah. You know, in, in New York, you know, six-year-old kids are sizing you up. It's true. <laughs> I and, know. and they will hurt you. They will really hurt you. Out here, if a kid does something wrong, they'll come and say, you know, yes, I did it. I apologize, sir. That was very different to me. But I, I appreciated it and I liked it. Na- like, I just feel like I was born in the wrong place. Nashville is is like the only place I've ever been to. And I've been ev- I've been all over the world. Nashville is like the place that feels like home. When right. I leave and I come back and as soon as I see welcome to Tennessee or I fly into, you know, into, into the airport, I feel completely different right. immediately. So that's how I got here.
out of Nashville. That is Lydia's Castle and What Comes Around, the band working on some new material. Tanya, their front woman, has gone from her bright red to blonde, and new music is coming. I can't wait to see if there's more of a change than just her hair color and see what they're coming up with. In the meantime, they've spent the weekend down in Murfreesboro playing a couple of shows. Hopefully, we'll get a chance to see them very, very soon. I am Samantha Knight, Rock Around the Region, continuing on with the band out of Chattanooga. Very exciting news for them is they're going to get to open up for St. Asonia and Any Given Sin. That show happening on March 10th at the concourse in Knoxville. It is Emerge. Watch me bleed.
the most underappreciated bands in the world. It is Seven Dust and Fence. You can find that on Truth Killer. It is Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. Seven Dust, of course, out on the road right now with Static X Dope and uh, Lines of Loyalty. Two shows that are coming nearby next week, as a matter of fact. Tuesday the 27th in Newport, Kentucky, and then on Wednesday the 28th in Nashville. I cannot wait. I'm going to both shows. Here's the exciting thing is Lines of Loyalty that is opening up. Their drummer is the former drummer from Taylor Road, which I mentioned earlier tonight, Braden Pike. So excited to see that. Again, uh, Newport, Kentucky on Tuesday the 27th, Nashville on the 28th. I cannot wait to check all of that out and see Seven Dust again. Seven Dust also going to be a part of Louder Than Light. Life this year as well. So a couple of opportunities if you are a fan of Seven Dust. We're going to wrap things up here in just a few minutes, including some details and a throwback from one of my favorite Tennessee bands and something new out of 10 years when Rock Around the Region returns on Z97.5. It's Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. Z97.5. In the dark, disbelievers disregard Heavy days carry all the way Crack the surface, make a mark Watch the cycle fall apart Feel the weight slowly fade away Come out of the darkness Step into the light There's miles to climb to Region. It is 10 years out of Knoxville, Tennessee, and the new tune is called Rise. Now, they are piecing together some tour dates as we speak, uh, some of their own dates that are happening in Wisconsin. They're also going to be doing some dates with Seven Dust, some dates with Skillet and Seether. So we'll keep an eye out for all of that. They're just kind of jumping on shows here and there from the looks of it. Also looking forward to maybe some details about an album where Rise might live. I am Samantha Knight. Thank you so much for tuning in and checking out Rock Around the Region and spending your Sunday night with me at least an hour of
have it. More with Blackwater Down coming your way next week. As we said earlier, Deb Guy is no longer in the band, but it was such a good interview, and I want to make sure that the rest of the band, I mean, they have no ill wills. Everybody just kind of, you know, what? We've got to continue on, and they're going to continue on. So I will continue by bringing that conversation that we've had to do the rest of the band justice as well. So part five with Blackwater Down will come your way next week. In the meantime, if you got questions, comments, you know of a band that I need to be familiar with, please hit me up. Email me, Samantha at Z975.com. This band has been coming to see me for a while. They've been a part of the show for a while. They merchandise very, very well. Uh, They're out of Knoxville, of course, talking about Broken Side. I decided to do a throwback track tonight for two reasons. One of them is they've got a show coming up, so why not? Because they probably will throw down with all of this. They'll be in Nashville on Friday, March 29th, playing at Flavor 90's Bar. And then they are also working on some brand new material. They have been in the studio for the last few days. I'm excited to see what they come up with. So we go back to the beginning, the very first song I ever played from Broken Side. It's The Flaw on Rock Around the Region. We'll see you next time.